0: Like a damn fool. Hello and welcome to Sons of the Dragon, the Immortal Iron Fist Podcast. My name's Connor McKenna. I'm Carl. Stout. No. no, you haven't gone back in three time. No. Wow. You haven't gone back in time three years. Not you haven't gone back in three time. Because I've just jumbled all those words there. Are but you no but you know maybe i should start getting
1: drunk for
0: these issues you might Uh, be less angry (laughs) and maybe i'll yeah like if i was drunk for the previous two issues maybe i would have enjoyed them more um this issue spoiler alert is better though so Mm -hmm. um yes and it's a shame that rebecca can't make it because we said next time western stuff would pop up we would start talking about westerns Unfortunately, she's not here, and Western stuff does pop up, but I'm sure... Good one, too. Yeah, yeah, I'm sure it'll pop up again, though. But, uh, yes, and it's also a better issue than the previous two. But anyway, uh, let's talk about Iron Fist News. Dun, 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 dun. It's not much, but there is... Well, I guess, a little. Yeah, the, the biggest news is there is a mini-series called Contagion coming out. That seems to feature our guy somewhat. And? And pay? Yeah. Please, it's pay, right?
1: I believe so.
0: Okay. I don't think you
1: pronounce that pie because it's spelled wrong.
0: Oh, man. I'm just... If, I, if I've gotten this wrong, Rebecca's going to kill me because...
1: I've heard people call her pie.
0: Yeah, but there's a bit in the Mortal Iron Fists where they point out how it's pronounced. And I've forgotten.
1: Oh, so am I. Oh, man. But I'm more than twice your age, so I have an actual excuse.
0: You know I'm like two years old, right? So, it's not much. Actually, if you were that young, it would be an excuse too. Um, <laughs> so, okay, apologies in advance, if pay is the wrong way to pronounce it. Um, but I'm not going back and flipping through that issue just to find out because I'm lazy. So, yeah. Or I might do it while Carl talks. Uh, <laughs> so, uh, but uh, that, that, was, that was the other news you were
1: referring to when you said and, right? Yeah. But yeah. we still have a third mystery, but I guess that's going to be a mystery until October. So that's when it comes out. It's a Halloween special. It's five issues, five weeks in a row at $4 American a pop. Is well, it
0: out of continuity or in continuity? Nobody knows yet. Okay, well it'll it's be still interesting. Too far away. Um, it does have Iron Fist on the cover, of one of them, with Power Man, and it does have
1: Pay on the cover with Jessica Jones. Mm-hmm. Um, and we have Moon Knight on the cover, and Ben Grimm is on the cover of issue one, being attacked by the Mole Man's people. There, all funky, gunky. Yeah. And the fifth issue is the head scratcher, because you have almost an Avengers lineup with a mystery monk in the dead center with yeah, both arms you
0: and know blaze. Who, You know who everyone else is? Um, mm-hmm. I don't think it's Danny, but... Um, At first I thought it
1: was Doctor Strange, because the too. edge of the cape... Me yeah. too, Then I realized the edge of the cape was for Doctor Strange, who's actually behind him.
0: But the, the most exciting thing about this is that it's Ed Brisson. Yes. So, which we all know today, um, above average Iron Fist run mm-hmm. recently. Um, and so maybe he'll be using Iron Fist Law in this mini. Maybe we'll have a, a fun guy, Orson Randall, leading the charge. <laughs> um, who knows? <laughs> Could be
1: the wonderful plant people we all hate to pronounce.
0: Oh, yes, that would be so cool. If we got like a horror series with those guys,
1: oh, that'd be amazing.
0: I'm excited, but it's not going to be them because it's all mushrooms <laughs> and stuff. It's not like, uh, you could do some cool body horror with those guys, though. Oh, yeah.
1: Um, which you we weren't. Apparently, yeah. Apparently there is a character with that name. What name? Hierolithy. Huh? No, no, no. Uh, uh, con, what's the name of the series called? Contagion. C- Contagion. There's a, a hero or a villain. I don't know who he is. He's only made a couple appearances if you Google it. And I thought originally that that could be the monk, but then I found out that the guy's Mexican, so I don't know. Probably a coincidence. I'm like, I don't think that uh, a Mexican character would be dressing like a Shaolin monk.
0: So the, the whole thing but is. You never know. It looks like, yeah, just a disease outbreak where everyone gets turned into, like, gross mushroom people and start attacking other people. Uh, don't know how much Iron Fist is going to be in it. So, because we don't know much about it. So it's like we have the, the first three covers, which is Jessica, Pay, Luke, Danny, and The Thing. Are they going to be our, like, core team here? Or are they going to get corrupted in their issues, if you know what I mean? Like, it'll show the fight from their perspective, and then at the end they'll get turned into a mushroom person. Um, right. I'm not right. sure how I'd that would happen to Ben issue Grimm. But... Four with Moon Knight. Yeah, because which... he doesn't look healthy. <laughs> yeah, he looks like he's got it. Yeah, uh, but uh, Ray, my, uh, from Into the Night, also my co-host on the Superman podcast, look in the show notes, uh, we suggested that we do a crossover. Yeah. Well, I'm going to plug the crap out of it. It's a good podcast. Um, so, uh, yeah, he we do a crossover. And I think that's a good idea.
1: Five issues of five weeks. It'll help.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Def- yeah. That's actually pretty crazy. So we'll, uh, we'll probably alternate each week. Uh, we'll check out the synopsis for each issue and we'll figure out which ones are covering because it would be like, you know, if we ended up covering a Moon on issue and they covered an Iron Fist, it should be weird. But, uh, you know, we might have Ray on there, we might go over there. Uh, but either way, it'll be cool to cross over with those guys again. So, yeah. Um, look, October's going to be a good month. And you know how yeah. much Carl and I love our horror, so... Yes. Yeah. And bore Rebecca with uh, my love for body horror... Well, grosser out. I don't know which one it is. But... Yeah, but
1: Rebecca's reading the Immortal Hulk. Yeah. You want to talk about some grossed-out body horror going on in that issues. Is that still going, is it,
0: Immortal Hulk? Oh,
1: oh yes. It's
0: messed up. Who's drawing that? Someone I know was drawing that. Uh... No, no.
1: I don't really look. Yeah. Oh, you're not I mean, reading it? If I hate it, that's when I usually look to remind myself not to look at this guy's stuff. (laughs) But if it's good art, I rarely look to see who the artist is.
0: I'm pretty sure the the artist is a Superman guy. I'm just trying to find.
1: Unless it's Art Adams. I'll buy anything Art Adams does. But mostly he just does variant covers now that go for stupid money. Yeah.
0: Yeah. uh, Bloody variants, man. (laughs) Yeah. Anyway, we could talk about variants and what's happened to the comics industry. And uh, you know, the only thing positive
1: is the papers gotten better. Let's just put it that way. That's true. <laughs> yeah. It's no longer the dingy newsprint.
0: So Carl, Carl's been away for a while now. Did, did you have any thoughts on our past couple episodes, Carl? You wanted to
1: chime in or no? Yeah. You're pretty dead on. All yeah, right. the, the last two were oh, oh <laughs> Shang Chi <Shang-Chi> issues.
0: <laughs> yeah, there's only four
1: thousand words in this issue. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so yeah, I think we mentioned before on the podcast if we get fatigued, we might break it up with some uh, Chris Claremont Deadly Hands of Kung Fu featuring Iron Fist because there's a trade paperback of that out now.
1: Go get it yes um yeah I think, again if you live in the united states i strongly suggest uh... christ i'm totally blanking on the web page uh in stock trades yes
0: in Um awesome if you're in america terrible if not
1: <laughs> well the, pro- the problem is the freaking shipping
0: it's the, yeah the shipping um the, the American dollar is so strong compared to our um, meek Australian dollar.
1: I think right now, like $5 here is $8.60 there. Yeah.
0: Well, do you want to... Is there any other news or is that it?
1: Um, other than the constant teasing that Hulu is going to be bringing... The television shows from Netflix back, as it's soon not as the time happen. limit's up, yeah, more than likely, but people are still posting crap about it. Yeah, um, I,
0: uh, I'm trying. It still really hurts because of the way Luke, uh, Luke Cage, and Iron Fist ended. It kills mm-hmm. me. Uh, Daredevil had a good ending, like uh, emphasis on the word ending.
1: But uh, If anything, Daredevil sets you up for the next season, it's not going to happen.
0: I mean, that was Which... like one little thing at the end, you know? Everything else mm-hmm. is like a good ending, you know? It wasn't a cliffhanger ending like Luke Cage or...
1: Oh, this wasn't really a cliffhanger ending, but it wasn't a complete I, story. I have to admit, I still have not watched season two of Punisher or two and three of Jessica Jones.
0: Uh, same Exact same bird as you. Uh, Just because the whole thing's turned me off those shows for a while. Not because I'm interested. Plus, I haven't... I don't know. I've heard mixed things about Punisher Season 2. Especially from Punisher fans. So... Yeah. Why is that funny? Just is. Okay.
1: Because I just met Punisher fans standing in line to pick up our passes... For Kineticon all this weekend, it's a three-day event here. Oh, I okay. take all, my, all my kids too, <laughs> and I was wearing a Punisher t-shirt. So of course, every Punisher on the fan on the planet has to come up and talk to you. And I've... I'm like, yes.
0: Wow. I've Bye. never had that reaction, and I wear a Punisher shirt all the time.
1: Well, maybe I just look nicer than you.
0: Maybe you can. Never mind, that's not appropriate language for this podcast.
1: Maybe I look approachable.
0: Hey, hey, hey! I've been, I've had p, pe- I've had a few people talk to me while I'm wearing my Luke Cage shirt, though. There you go. Uh, which is like, whatever. I'm white, by the way, in case no one
1: noticed. But you know. <laughs> <laughs> we are, we are in a podcast. They can't see you, and you've you've never posted a picture of yourself. Yeah, it's, that's true. ever. Even I have on pictures your, your multiple Facebook pages, you have pictures of other people. Uh,
0: yeah. <laughs> no, there's pictures of me on my face. If you if you look on my Facebook page and you see photos, like the first picture there is literally one of me. So mm-hmm. you're crazy. Whatever. You're and drunk.
1: So I know what you look like is because your mother has commented on something you posted before. <laughs> I looked uh, at her pictures to see a picture
0: of you. Mum needs to get off my Facebook page. There, <laughs> so if uh, We're yeah, all white. We've
1: established this.
0: Well, Ray's not white. Ray's
1: not on this podcast.
0: That's true. He's on one of my other podcasts, though. Show notes. Um. Shameless <laughs> <laughs> plug. Yeah, so let's get on to this groody
1: issue, shall it's we? Your sex tape, by the way. Power Man and Iron Fist issue 63.
0: Well, I mean, of course it's shameless. You wouldn't make a tape and put shameful on it, would you? Because, yeah, anyway. Um, yes, Power Man and Iron Fist, 63. And I forgot to get the page up to look at the details, so you can describe the cover.
1: Uh, Luke Cage is holding
0: aloft
1: a fiery burning girder or or Who knows? Large chunk of wood. Yeah. Well, Danny in the background, um, some type of balcony that no longer has stairs attached, apparently, because those stairs go nowhere, is holding GW, who looks like he's in rough shape.
0: Maybe they're exploding stairs. And, like, so he didn't want to step on them because they blow up. No, that was,
1: like, forty issues ago.
0: Yeah, but, like, he remembers, so... Like, I would remember that. <laughs>
1: I wouldn't look at stairs anymore.
0: Yeah, who would look at stairs the same way again if they blew up when you touched stairs (laughs) Stairs and elevators? Yeah, every building is
1: a death trap now. But it's Uh, excellent summer, it's very orange and black, it's good. Yeah, yellow, and uh, literally, those are like the only three colors they used, other than you know, the blue and white on the Power Man Iron Fist logo. Yeah. Uh, yeah, no, it's, a, it's a good cover.
0: But and, not uh, as good as the first page. We'll get. To, I just want to read out credits first. Uh, Joe just, Duffy. Yeah, uh, writer Joe Duffy, pencil, Kerry uh, Gamble, inker, Ricardo Villamonte, colorist Ed Harrigan, letterer Dinah...
1: Harrigan, Hannigan.
0: Albers, Hannigan. Oh, sorry. Uh, I'm too far away from my screen, so... <laughs> Uh, editor is the one and only the Danny O'Neill, Dennis O'Neill, I should say, and Mark Grunewald. Uh, but yes, June 1980. Now, before I forget, you can pick this up in the Power Man and Iron Fist epic collection. That is your best and cheapest bet. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm pretty sure it's volume one.
1: Oh, definitely.
0: Yeah. I guess it just feels like we've covered hundreds of issues, but we haven't actually covered that many issues of this run. (laughs) But uh, yes, now uh, let's get to the first page. So luck and death. Uh, So we have a big spread, cool spread of a page. Uh, Luke looks like he's had this big fight in this casino.
1: It's trashed.
0: And unfortunately the story isn't set in a casino because that would be awesome, but you know... So At least first two pages are <laughs> well, yeah, but like not the whole story, but there's a pretty cool fight here. Luke's just fighting with these goons and they have super bullets or something. Uh, what, what are they called in the show Judah's bullets? Oh lame <laughs> yeah Um. so he's fighting from them. he the
1: scroll technology or whatever.
0: Oh, God, I forgot they tied it in like that. Nah, yeah, it was
1: tied in with the uh, first Avengers movie with the the tech that was left over that people were collecting.
0: Honestly, like, the less they tied in with those movies, the better, in my opinion. Just because they just don't... I don't think they fit well together. At all.
1: Nah, but I can not really argue with you on that. Because you agree, or...? <laughs> well, I think... I think literally, like, it should have been mentioned, and that that's about it. And, like, if you're not going to tie it in at all, like, you're not going to have crossovers, you're not going to have guest appearances, like, mention the event, and that's it.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Uh, this is really cool, though. Luke uses the roulette table as a projectile. He, like, bowls them over, which is fun. Uh, art's good, you know, it's solid. Uh, it, it, we have a consistent artist now. So, uh, it's good, but it's less funny, because we get less weird collar action and stuff, but, you know, consistency's probably better. So all the goons are running away from Luke, they run out, uh, into an alleyway and bump into Iron Fist. And Iron Fist just proceeds to kick one, and he, well, he beats them all up.
1: You know, make his little, his, uh, his quirk, his little corp there. Hi, fellas, come here often? Yeah his giant fist cage chased us into a trap come on <laughs> let's rush him we can take him all seven of us right in the face Danny shot first there. <laughs> but Danny it takes a little, him out a little a little information that I've spent 10 years in the city learning martial arts as a way of life
0: yeah we get that this the issue
1: <laughs> that crime doesn't pay Wow, that's he, not cliche at all. But it is it is decent a fight that he does in the one page. Oh, yeah, it is. And uh, I like He's when he kicks a trash can. And headlocking and Yeah. Double kick and yes, he kicks a trash can after the guy running away and takes him out.
0: It's uh He's it's good fight so choreography, like, but it's not the best. We've yeah. had better. Um, of course Luke ruins his shirt because it's yeah, bad. Luke ruins his shirt again like he did last issue in the issue before. Well, the issue before is yeah, but anyway, the last story he ruined his
1: shirt, so he, he couldn't he couldn't swing by to see Reed Richards and have him make him a shirt. Like are these shirts
0: I mean I get but sometimes they get torn when not that much happens. Uh-huh. it's like what are they made out of?
1: Just, I'm going to guess plain old normal for the yeah. time being. I'm going to say polyester, which actually is pretty tough.
0: So we get to the bad guy's
1: layer. Well, first he says, we, I counted nine in the club, that they were breaking uh, yeah. up for illegal gambling, away. and now they only got eight, so one did slip away.
0: It's good you're no. here, because my brain doesn't care enough for some details. Uh <laughs> But yeah, they're, they're just minnows. We're really after the sharks who hired them. So these guys are all from... Well, they're, they're connected to like a previous... Power Man story.
1: You probably Heroes heard. for Hire number 11, apparently. And also they yeah. popped up in 56. And believe it or not, in Captain America 224. Yeah. So these guys are literally jobbers. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, they pop up in various issues just to get beat up, um, and you know, I guess I kind of just thought about it a bit. You sound like the all the heroes really crossed over with each other a lot more.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Well, I, I guess there was no everyone kind of went to street level sometimes. If that makes sense. Uh, you wouldn't really see that now, where like like the core Avengers are up on this global level.
1: And uh, you know, to be completely honest. Power Man and Iron Fist didn't cross over as much as everyone else. I mean, Spider Man yeah, and right. Hulk went everywhere. I the mean, thing. literally everywhere, and the thing too. Those guys were everywhere. Everything. There was never a month that went by, probably, where they weren't in at least one other book besides their core book. Mm. And I mean, Power Man and Iron Fist through this run, you can (laughs) probably count on two hands how many issues they branched off onto.
0: I remember they were in Daredevil, uh, Frank Miller's run.
1: They did Daredevil, they did Rom, they did Dazzler, they did the X-Men.
0: Oh yeah, Rom. Rom's not in the Epic Collections, by the way. Yep, because Uh,
1: Marvel no longer has the rights, unfortunately.
0: So they get they give you like a text description of what happened just so you don't miss out on stuff, which is pretty neat. Instead of
1: just omitting the issues completely. And yeah. again, the ROM X Men crossover scared the crap out of me when I was a kid. Because <laughs> it's straight oh. up Christmas horror. Did Gremlins scare I, you? I actually didn't know. No. Oh. But I was much older. Oh, okay. gremlins came up, but I didn't know who the wraith were. I forgot you were like eighty, so. Uh, I'm not eighty. <laughs> I'm almost fifty, but I'm not eighty. Listen, um, so I just bought a cartoon strip from a Sunday paper that's older than you. Yeah. Oh, you bought that. Yeah. Oh. <clears throat> Congratulations. It wasn't much. Oh, okay. It was, yeah. it was less than a pack of cigarettes cost. Oh. Well, it's a good steal then. <sighs> um, so. Yeah, these we're bad guys. In fancy, fancy hotel room. Oh, he moved on? I can do that. Um, <laughs> and uh, one guy's talking on the phone. What? Don't pay dearly for this outrage. And, uh. Yeah, another guy's glancing out the window, and he's like, don't discuss business with the waiter present. You get out. Yes, sir. <laughs> so, Philip, what is the news that upset you so badly? The same as always, Jamie, our equipment has been smashed from the, me- and our men arrested by Power Man and Iron Fist. I guess- They've plagued this for months, ever since they-, they captured your men and thwarted your attempt to rob a museum on the very night you first took the title of... Signor Soretti, aka Mr. Luck.
0: Now, this was. 56. That was the highly amusing, uh, Cosmic Pharaoh or whatever. Where it's like rampaging through the streets, and Danny and Luke are like, oh, we're just going to go find these artifacts.
1: (laughs) (laughs) You guys can deal with that. (laughs) Um. And so Jamie is like, so the title was vacant after our older brother Ramon was killed. Killed by Power Man in issue Heroes for Hire, number 11. Yeah. And you have done no better than I have against these costume heroes since you inherited Ramon's other identity, Senora Maria Martin. I think. AKA Mr. Death. It was only luck that kept you out of jail after Captain America caught you in Captain America 224. In all else, we've been a success, Mm -hmm. an unbeatable team. Our gambling operations have prospered in Europe, Chicago, and Vegas. Where it's legal. (laughs) We're (laughs) in New York now, Jamie. Why wouldn't a gambling casino work in a place where it's legal to have gambling casinos? Can't understand why no superhero is bothering you in Vegas. The Maggie, the biggest crime syndicate in the country, is watching us closely, waiting to see how we deal with these costume annoyances.
0: Maybe, like, all of these criminal organizations should move to the one city where all the superheroes are located. Or just take your pick of another city,
1: because they're pretty much all in New York, so... Yeah. <laughs> you would think pretty much they would just say, you know what, it's the whole New England area. <laughs> yeah. It's whole planes.
0: Let's go to Australia uh,
1: or something. You just skip this. Now, Missouri. (laughs) Nobody's out
0: there. Nebraska, maybe?
1: We'll start from Ohio and work west. (laughs) No one will mess with us. I intend to keep control of this territory. Power Man and Iron Fist will die before they get the chance to trouble us again. Dun, dun, dun. So again Later that afternoon in the Park Avenue offices of Heroes for Hire, Powerman okay. and Iron Fist confer by phone with their lawyer and business
0: partner. You're not turning oh, this into a Saturday morning cartoon. But I
1: want to.
0: <laughs> but it's too bad, because you're not. I'll I'll just keep interrupting you going la 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 if you try and <sighs> turn it into a... This
1: is why we get no mail, everyone hates you.
0: Oh wow. No, but no, that's if everyone hated me then we get <laughs> more mail. Like True <laughs> Uh, Who's so, a
1: fake Australian. He doesn't even sound like an Aussie. As, he didn't once say dingo this episode.
0: Uh, crikey dingo. There uh, we go. Uh, on the Barbie. Yeah. Selfish, you're from England. Mate. You drongo.
1: Danger, danger, danger. Oh. I hate when. There's bad about Steve Irwin. Don't Ouch. you
0: dare. Don't you dare. Um, I hate when Australians are in comics, especially from this era, because it's just awful. Like, everyone's. Yeah. And they all wear the same hat. They all, uh, they all say the same thing. Anyway, you know, they all wear the
1: same hat. They have the same vest. They all need to put shrimp on the bobby. Can't wait till they
0: make a new superhero that's not from New York. But whatever. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah, DC, most of them are from like America, but at least they're different cities. <laughs> mm-hmm. So, yes.
1: um, what is in the water <laughs> in New York City? The only superheroes <laughs> yeah. popping up, up in the Asia-pair. New York, for for anyone who does not live in the United States that is listening to our podcast New York is tiny New York City rather is a very tiny area tiny 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 it's packed don't get me wrong it is filled to the brim with people really expensive yes and it's very expensive to live there but it is not a large area now upstate New York which is kind of hysterical. That's like rural country almost. Wow. But the New York City area is just asphalt and concrete. But it's not large. Mm-hmm. And sooner or later it will fall into the ocean, but that's another point. Ooh.
0: Where will the Marvel heroes go then? I
1: don't know. They'll, they'll all live on boats.
0: Underwater in New York City. It's the new Atlantis. Let's make New York too. Well, do a Futurama, and they'll just build New York Instead on
1: top of... Instead of taxis, they'll just have gondolas. <laughs> All right, so... In... Iron Fist is like, we're no closer to the leaders than when we started. You know, and is like, give yourself time, dear boy, I have faith in you.
0: What oh. was that Iron Fist oh. voice? <laughs> I don't know. All right, well, let's... Uh, I don't want to read this out like a play, because um, <laughs> I'll get really bored. So,
1: just look at Hogarth's staff. <laughs> I
0: like, yeah, yeah, that's what, right. What's going on there? <laughs> he's like a Bond villain or something.
1: <laughs> is he about to shoot the Addicted to Love video.
0: <laughs> I just,
1: the lights are round, but you're not
0: home. I don't know. Yeah, it's pretty. He's pretty weird. Uh, what was the last time? <laughs> last time he showed up, I think, was Immortal, wasn't it? Pretty sure, yeah. Yeah. But uh, Luke's being silly because Jaren's passing on that the Treasury Department uh, has passed on their compliments, and Luke's like, I'm doing this for the pay. They can keep their compliments. And they promise not to mess with them as well, because as Luke's pointing out, he's an ex-con, so he has a chip on his shoulder, which is understandable considering he was framed. Or was he? But wouldn't that be a twist? Turns out, Luke was like.
1: So I'm I'm guessing you didn't read the miniseries done by Richard Corbin called Cage. Wait, are you serious? (laughs) Yes, I am. So he
0: act. So did that retcon it so that he wasn't framed?
1: Uh, well, let me just put it this way: he was framed, but with what they say in that episode or miniseries, he should pretty much still be in jail. Yeah. Oh, because he's done all this stuff? Alright. So, for the next 30 seconds, you're going to want to skip ahead if you don't want to hear a summary of what kind of happens on something I've read probably 12 years ago, so I might be a little fuzzy on the details. So, skip ahead now. So if what I remember correctly is in the miniseries, yes, he gets framed, he goes to jail. But what it turns out was not only was What's-His-Face trying to frame him, he was using, like, his own cousin to do the framing. And his cousin also wanted to get with Luke Cage's fiance. So the cousin is the one who actually did the actual framing for What's-His-Face. What the hell was the villain's name? Diamondback. Diamondback. Yeah. So from, and then proceeded to get with Luke Cage's fiance and like, I can't remember if he knocked her up, married her or whatever, but Luke Cage in turn basically calls a hit on the guy while he's in jail. So Luke has the dude, his own relative killed. If I remember correctly. Well, it's
0: fair enough, I guess.
1: (laughs) All right, now you can come back and. You won't ruin anything from an odd Richard Corbin 4 or 5-issue miniseries from 12 or so years ago.
0: Yeah. So, yeah, they head out because they're going to go get a pizza. And they make they make a note about how there's no 13th floor. It just goes 12 yes. to 14 because 13's unlucky. And uh, Jenny's like, is that... But we're literally on a 13th floor. Is that number supposed to fool and, you know... They cut her off. They're getting... Well, Luke wants to get pizza, but Danny's got to meet his sparring partner for practice. And Luke's like, practice? All you ever do is practice. The way you think they give prizes for practicing. Luke, you can't stop practicing. Right. Otherwise, you stop being good. <laughs> it's like... So, yeah, he's like, what are you practicing for? It's like, I don't know, the constant crime fighting we do every day.
1: <laughs> so then we have a page of... Deep yeah. thought with Danny Rand.
0: We get his whole origin recap. In one page. Yeah. Which which is like, okay, so do we have Kunmun content coming up in the next few issues? Uh, which is why they're giving us a primer on it. Well, technically it's two pages. Um, there's there's aspects of this issue that will that of this flashback that'll come into play later, namely treading softly and Danny practicing to move as lightly as a falling leaf because uh, he's walking on what is it called the rice paper yeah he's walking on rice paper but he can't he can't break any of it he just has to walk that softly so that will come into play later but it's a cool flashback montage you know the the king serpent I like when that's referenced did you uh, catch the uh,
1: Bruce Lee reference? In
0: that
1: uh, page? No, where is it? It's the tracksuit Danny's wearing. That's not a Bruce Lee reference, is it? That's pretty much the tracksuit Bruce Lee is wearing in the... Uh... You mean also Game of Death? David? No, no, no. It was a one-shot TV appearance. ...with the guy who used to do the westerns. Jump
0: Street? No. Uh, no, I don't know what it is because I haven't seen it.
1: But Bruce Lee makes an appearance on a TV show as a martial art instructor. Okay, and he's wearing that, is he? He's pretty much wearing that jumpsuit that Danny is wearing in those few
0: panels. I don't know if Danny's new costume is Bruce Lee reference. Yes. Pretty much, anyway, just inverse Game of Death with a collar, um, collar and a dragon, I should say. I watched Game of Death for the first time recently, actually. Um, I'm sorry. Yeah, thank you, because <laughs> it was just like, <laughs> oh my god, uh, the the cardboard cutout of his face on the mirror.
1: Yeah, it's awesome. Uh,
0: like you showing his. He he died
1: before he, they finished it, so.
0: Yeah, I know, but it was so distasteful. Like, the worst part was when they had his actual dead body in a coffin used in the movie, which they didn't need to do at all. (laughs) Like, uh, but that being said, it was more entertaining than it had any right to be. Um, So, you know. But yeah, the guy is so obviously not Bruce Lee. Um, Fights are good. But yeah, it's the worst Bruce Lee movie unfortunately. <sighs> anyway, that that Bruce Lee tangent out of the way. Um, or we can keep going, but if this is a live chat, listeners could vote like yes or no, but it's not. <coughs> so, back to this. Uh, cool training montage. And he's just... Montage. Yeah, he's just uh, blah, blah, blah. The How empty. The immortal life felt so empty Yada yada. Um, yeah, and he just talks about how. <laughs> oh, you're right.
1: That's cool. And I'm sorry, I believe it is a movie. And the guy he's training in the movie where he shows up is blind. Huh. Basically, training never.
0: Yeah, Carl just sent me a picture of what he was talking about, by the way, and it's indeed the same outfit that Danny is wearing here. Um, yeah, but he's he's just in a monologuing. You know, we all know he left. Long Street.
1: It was called Long Street, and it was a TV show.
0: Okay. But yeah, Danny left for revenge. Didn't follow through with it. Feels useless. He feels empty, etc. And he's the champion. Uh, he's the greatest warrior of a city he may never see again. That's all weird. Uh, so, after all of Danny's melancholy, we go to uh, the Gem Theater. Where Luke Cage lives on the top floor, and he is, again, awakened... By... A movie... Blair. Yeah, downstairs...
1: But what's playing at the gym
0: theatre, Connor? The good, the bad, and the ugly. Which is, you know, safe to say that it's the most famous western of all time. But
1: you should still all watch Jesse Wales.
0: Josie Wales? Yes, you should. You, look, there's a lot of westerns you should watch, guys. <laughs> uh, Hail Rider, hang him high. If we're just talking about Clint Eastwood... Yeah, Pale Rider, Hang 'em High, uh, High, what's that one? Uh, hi Drifter, something Drifter. High, high Plains Drifter. Yeah, yeah, definitely watch that one. It's weird. Uh, Outlaw Josie Wales, Dolls Trilogy. Naturally, that's just Clint Eastwood. We won't go into all westerns because that will take too long. But uh, you know, for a few dollars more, is my favorite out of the Dolls Trilogy. <laughs> I think that's the best one. Because uh, Lee Van Cleef is awesome in that. He's,
1: he's so. the master. Yeah. You know what I'm referring to, right? Doctor Who. No.
0: No. Lee Van Cleef was never a doctor, though. Wasn't he? <laughs> I'm getting that completely
1: mixed up. Yeah. What well, are you referring Lee Van to? Lee Van Cleef was the master, which was a super cheesy, and I mean cheesy, ninja television show that won, I think, a season and a half. Uh, Yep. I think and I don't know what you're talking he about. he was the Ninja Master, which was hysterical, because yeah. he's this little skinny old man with a pot gut, Yeah, when the ninja costume comes on, he's perfectly fit. <laughs> yeah. It's like the Black Power Ranger growing back a finger.
0: <laughs> so...
1: Yeah, back to the issue. Luke Cage is jarred awake by a large blaring noise, and he of course yells Christmas. He starts pounding on the floor. And I ain't supposed to be running that film till 3 PM. (laughs) Quiet. Punches a hole through the floor to see DW. DW and the sound guy. Working on a new projector with the super Dolby sound that they're having installed. Yeah, Uh, Cecil. There you go, Cecil. My uncle Mask sent him over to check out the new projector before we start using it with the new sound system they installed. And then Luke goes on to how his how why your uncle is bothering to sink money into this loophole, and he says he basically uses it as a big tax write off for his other businesses. And then asks, what's Danny coming over for a private showing of the good, the bad, and the ugly? And Luke then informs him as he's shaving... Nothing, by the way. Danny isn't coming over. Fist is. Fist is now coming over, because apparently now the whole people knowing who Danny possibly is, has been causing an issue. Yeah.
0: Which is fair. Uh, Danny's the only one who has a secret identity there, but he's really bad at keeping it. Uh, which is why it's good that they just scrapped it entirely at one point. Because, yeah, oh, we talked about it before, but um, I, I really like how Luke Cage clearly has no stubble to shave, but then he goes and shaves anyway. I mean he's just shaving nothing. <laughs>
1: it's the prevention of stubble. <laughs>
0: Maybe he's really paranoid about it. Have you read uh, the uh, Luke Cage Max Mini?
1: Luke Cage
0: Max? Mini. Yeah, I think
1: it's just called Cage. Is that the like the twelve issue run where Danny comes back at one point and they get in a fight because he, he didn't inform him immediately that no, he was a lot?
0: Not that one. Um, this this is like in the Max imprint. Isn't that the one by Richard Corbin? That's not. That's out of continuity, though. And, and now I'm going to have to see if I have that
1: right.
0: Okay. Well, oh, I don't know. I was just curious because it's supposed to be really good, so. Uh, I have it here, though. I will check. Uh, no, it's uh, Brian uh, Azzarello. And. No, wait. Yeah, and Corbin. Yeah, Richard Corbin did the artwork. Okay. Yeah. Well, it's not in continuity, so. Oh, well, that's good. Yeah.
1: I'm pretty so, sure it's not. Well, Luke is getting dressed into the same outfit he always wears. He has an epiphany. And starts to bolt out the door. And DW's like, Cage, what is it? Looks like you've seen a ghost. Seen something better than a ghost, DW. Tell Fish to wait for me here. And meanwhile, we find out that Cecil, it's not all he He's appears planting to a be. Bomb. Well, we don't yeah. know that. What well, did he tell them? And what Luke Cage's Luke Cage's epiphany is that he recognized the guy as the Ninth Man from the Casino. Yeah. So he goes running after him down the street, and the guy goes to hop back into his work van. Yet someone has rigged a crossbow.
0: Yeah. <laughs> it's really bizarre, isn't it?
1: Yes, in the passenger seat to go <laughs> off to whoever opens the driver's side door. Forget it, power man, you'll never get twang me Yeah, you like
0: you think that would ring a gun. <laughs> Something. But like that, just a crossbow, that would be an
1: instant <laughs> kill instead of yeah, you're gonna suffer for like two minutes. Yeah. <clears throat> uh, but, but honestly, he Honestly, were that hit, it wouldn't have killed him.
0: <laughs> yeah. Uh, He he tells uh, Luke who's behind it, though, as he's dying. And he also tells him he planted the bomb.
1: Uh, So, he's on his way back to the theater to prevent the bomb from going off when good old Tony shows up to work with DW to start showing the movie. And he sets up the projector and sends DW downstairs to see how it sounds. Outside, Iron Fish shows up just in time. Boom! Yeah. What is the loop? Oh. You gotta get it so fast. Someone planted a. Uh, cool. Cool explosion. Cool page. Good and bad. Easily, a being blasted to pieces above the giant boom as the shrapnel is flying everywhere, shredding both uh, outfits this time.
0: But uh, Luke's outfit's getting shredded much more than Danny's outfit is. <laughs> Well, oh, there's more to Luke. He's a bigger target. Yeah, and I guess symbiotes don't shred as easily. Shh. So. Oh, we're not. We're not talking about that. Okay. Yeah. I
1: decided to give that to a
0: Spider-Man. Oh, really? Okay. Maybe I should call John Byrne. He'll probably hang up on me or ask how I got that number. $5 for
1: this phone
0: call. And then I'll be like, why are you such a weirdo, man? Um, but you're also a really good writer. Anyway.
1: You, you didn't hate
0: his Superman run? Oh, it's great. It's fantastic. It? Oh, yeah, it's really good.
1: Um, but I there's... It came out. People hated it. Huh? Oh, really? Yeah, when it, when it actually was coming out. Oh, okay. I know well, a lot of diehard super fan, Superman
0: uh, fans who did um... So
1: I can't discuss it with you
0: the reason it was really controversial is that came just after cross on infinite earth. So that was the first full reboot that DC did. Oh, there you go. John Byrne was writing the reboot. It's Superman. So obviously people who are attached to the old version are like, what is this crap? But these days it's, uh, maybe not the run itself, but like the man of steel mini series that he did is regarded as like a classic and his definitive origin, kind of like Frank Miller's Batman year one.
1: Um,
0: so, yeah, I will tell you a funny story about that after the episode, though, because you'll find it pretty oh, funny. Right. Um, just John Byrne creepy weirdness. But anyway, uh, <laughs> <laughs> so the explosion goes off. Uh, they're ripping into
1: the thing, and they're trying to look in uh Basically, Luke is, like, yelling for DW because he knows DW's in there. Yeah. And the whole theater's a giant inferno, uh, and Danny spots DW, who's, again, like the cover, up on a, like balcony with yeah. a set of stairs and it's about to come down so luke who cannot really feel the fire uses his own body to brace the pillars of the that are holding up the balcony and now danny has to go up the stairs that are also badly damaged and also on fire and this is where we have like almost a little flashback to the rice paper training from earlier yeah where light is a feather even though he then proceeds to jump over some flames, which would require maximum pressure on the floorboards, but we won't get into that. He leaps over to flames. He gets the DW. He gets him up in the air. Luke's doing his best to hold up the whole thing, but it is starting to go.
0: But Danny does get DW. Danny
1: actually throws DW to Luke. Yeah. Luke catches DW just as the balcony gives way. And Danny actually jumps to safety, and then several hours later, they're in the emergency room. It's
0: That's actually the the whole fire sequence is it is actually a really cool sequence. Yes, um, even if it even as it's like a, they're just rescuing someone from a fire, uh, which some people like Ray consider mundane, um, but it's really awesome here how they tied into Danny's training from earlier and how Luke's holding up the beam. Yeah, you know, they're using teamwork mm-hmm. against an impossible situation because they don't have, you know, they're not like Spider-Man. They can't just swing up there and
1: right. And they're talking to each other this whole time, yeah, through planning this out and you know giving each other you know advice and whatnot. This is where we kind of see Duffy finally get into the groove. Mm. Um, I would agree. Yeah, she she does hit her niche. And this is the start of it. I'm going to say, where this, you know, those yeah. first those first five, six issues she did, they're kind of tough. I mean, they're not horrible, but the fluidity between the characters is a little rough there. And this is where it starts really to hit its mark, where um, it just goes better, it flows better. Yeah, it, and it, it's this is because what she did like 25, 26 issues. I think she was the longest run on writers. Yeah,
0: I, I'm pretty sure she was the longest. Um,
1: but and, so now they're in the emergency room. GW has some bad burns, some broken ribs, and uh, lungs full of smoke. But they do say he will make it. However, Tony, the projectionist, did not make it. Yeah, they found what was left of him.
0: And he yeah. had like a family as well. And Luke's uh, very, very cross.
1: (laughs) Well, Danny spoke with Max Griffith, who apparently is DW's uncle who owns the theater, and he's going to pay them for saving his nephew. And, of course, Luke makes the comment that it's just another tax write-off and to give all the money to Tony's wife and three kids because they need it more than what we
0: do. Yeah. And we get a pretty cool last panel of Luke saying they're going to regret uh, when they were ever born. It's just close off of Luke's eyes, and next, The Last Gamble. Uh, so, you <laughs> know. Uh, good issue. Uh, started off a bit slow, mm-hmm. but I think it picked up once we got past like the bad guys kind of doing their monologuing and stuff. Because uh, if Power Man and Iron Fist has anything, it's not, like, great villains. <laughs> like the, the oh, street level. It you can't say street level though cuz Spider-Man and Batman have the best road galleries in comics and they're both street level.
1: So yeah, but know. those were the companies make books there. This is not a main book okay. By any chance,
0: so I will I will
1: give you that. Yes. They're not going to get the, they're not going to get the the power writers, the power artists. This is just money in the bank is all this book was, unfortunately.
0: But either way, uh, Danny and Luke's dynamic is really good in this book. Uh, yep. I really liked how they worked as a team, but it wasn't in a fist fight. And It was, it was a really well thought out sequence. The mm-hmm. fire rescue. Um, so, yeah, I enjoyed this. It had both of them using their strengths, abilities, and it was...
1: Danny did not use the Iron Fist.
0: Yes, he didn't. Because uh, he didn't need to Defenders TV show. Um, but, yeah. And I, I. Yeah, so, good issue. And. Yes, I give it a good solid seven. Oh, we're doing ratings now? <coughs> no. Oh. Okay. Um, yeah, looking forward to the next issue.
1: <laughs>
0: which will be in two weeks. So be sure to send us mail and stuff. If you have any feedback, if you have none, then it's fine. We'll just keep on trucking. Yeah, uh, yeah. We don't, we
1: don't need to hear from you really. <laughs> Let me just yeah. send little emails.
0: I will so, say I'm really glad we got. Emails. <laughs> I'm really glad we got that one episode of Power Man and Iron Fist. We didn't get the TV show, the shows got cancelled, but at least we got that one episode of them teaming up. You know what I mean? Yes. It was good. I'm glad it exists. And you can watch it by itself. We have that, at least. So, yeah. Um, until it's until it's taken away. Oh, well, they, they're releasing them on DVD. Uh, Blu-ray, I should say. I have Iron Fist, <laughs> season one. Anyway, I haven't gotten to season two yet.
1: That's the thing; they don't seem, at least I can't seem to find them. I see Any the overseas ones? ones all the time. Pop, well, I'm always on eBay. I pretty much buy everything off of eBay. I didn't notice. And all the time, I'm seeing all the foreign copies. Uh, yes, they are region free, so they would play over here anyways. But I, I never see like the American cut ever huh. pop up. That is interesting. Because I do want to get the Defenders, and I do want to get Iron Fist 1 and 2. Probably Luke Cage 1 and 2 also. Um, it'd be nice if they just did it, since it's done, if they just dropped it all in a box set.
0: Yeah. A very expensive box set, probably, but still. Yeah, you're right, it's done. It should just be all put on a box set. Unless they do a mini-series to wrap up, you know... Iron Fist and Luke Cage. Please do it. Don't leave us cliffhangers. Uh, What are we kidding? I'm over it. Um, But, yes.
1: And a shout out for uh, Jess on the Facebook page for complimenting us. Oh, yeah. Thanks very much
0: for the feedback. We do enjoy feedback. Yeah, we really do. Especially positive feedback. It's always nice. Well, we haven't really gotten negative feedback before. Well, it's rare anyway. Um, but, yes, anyway. So, two weeks from now, you'll get the next episode. So, until next time, may your shirt be unto like a thing of paper. And just break all the time. Rice paper. Peace. Take care. Later. Iron Fist and all other characters in these comics are properties of Marvel and Disney. Any musical images we use belong to their respective copyright holders. We do this for fun, so please don't sue us. You can contact us at sonsofthedragonpodcast@gmail.com. at gmail.com. Just send us mail, comments, thoughts, anything you want really, it doesn't even have to be related to Iron Fist. If you don't want it read on the air though, make sure you mention that. You can also find us on Facebook, The Immortal Iron Fist Podcast, Sons of the Dragon, our Twitter. At Ironfist Podcast, our SoundCloud, SoundCloud.com, Sons of the Dragon, uh, hyphens where the spaces are, our YouTube, Connor Carl, just search Ironfist Podcast and you'll find us real quick. We are also on iTunes. If you find us there, give us a review and rate us. If it's less than five stars, please say why so we can improve the show. And we're on Podcast Garden in the literature section. And last but not least, head over to our WordPress, Sons of the Dragon, the Immortal Podcast. Fist wordpress.com That's where I put all the show notes. I'd like to thank Thomas Tissot for composing the Iron Fist theme song we use at the start of our Iron Fist episodes on the podcast. And I'd also like to thank Peter John Sikorski for composing the Power Man and Iron Fist theme we use at the start of our Power Man and Iron Fist episodes. And finally, thanks to you guys for listening.